All right, welcome to Voices Matter. We have uh, some students with us today. We're going to go one at a time, and they're going to share about their art making. Could you please introduce yourself? Oh, my name is Kilwante Hardaway, and I'm in the eighth grade. All right, thank you so much for coming. Can you tell us the topic that you chose to focus on? Uh, I chose Injustice to Boys. Injustice to Boys. And what does that mean to you? Um... It's just the way some boys are treated because, like, of their gender, I guess. Uh, so, like, yeah, like, what's expected of you as a young man as far as sharing your emotions or talking about things? Like, yeah, things like that. Like, you can't cry. You can't share your feelings. Like, some some boys, that hurts them more than other people think. And maybe it would help if, like, boys started sharing their feelings more towards other people. Yeah, how we treat, especially our young men, we tell them, man up. You're not man enough. Yeah, things like that. And it's just, like, some some boys, like, they can't, they can't take that, like, 24-7. Like, you just, some boys have to share their feelings so it just doesn't get hell and it just keeps, like, bringing you down. You got to share your emotions sometimes. And I'm going to kick that up to the next level. I'm not sure that it's some boys. I'm wondering if all people, no matter what gender you are, should have that opportunity to share what they're thinking, to share what they're feeling, and not be made fun of because of that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty much all boys. All boys are expected, and then as soon as they don't like meet up to other people's like expectations or things like that, they're just called like girly and like you know things like that and all sweet but it just like that can lead to depression and other things like that and it's just better if some boys started sharing their emotions rather than keeping it to themselves yeah and you did a phenomenal job researching that and what are the consequences when young men are asked or pressured to keep everything inside and they explode uh, some so some some boys or men they they tend to go into like a deep depression, and, or or even turn to like drugs sometimes and things like that. Then it could lead to like you know becoming like suicidal or whatnot because it's so much pressure. So there's so much pressure on you, and it's like you just gotta share your emotions. Like it's not you can't just keep hiding to yourself all the time. It's too much pressure. Yeah, that is a lot of pressure to think that you can't share what's on your mind. So it's either going to be internalized and you're going to stuff it down until you can't stuff it anymore, or you might let it out. So those are great points that you just made. Right, yeah. So you did two canvases, so the audience can't see the visual that you created on here. But you have on your left side... You made two canvases. So on your left side, you have different colors in the background. So what does the black represent and the blue? So the so the black represents like in in a sense like a like a cage, like how people just they're trying to tell you what to do and tell you how to act and tell you how to feel. 
and whatnot. And the blue represents like the emotion, the emotion that you're feeling, the emotion that men are feeling. So those are like the prison bars. Yeah. And then on the left side, there's a picture of you. And what are you doing in that picture? Um, I just have my, I have my head down, and I'm just like, cause it's so much pressure. It's so much pressure. And it's like, I have my head down because they keep just, they're yelling like, you should do this, you should do that. Stop crying, stop doing this. And it's just like, some men can't take it. So you have an image of men yelling at you, telling you to mm-hmm. shut it down, yeah, keep just, it in. Yeah, just keep it in and man up. Stop being a baby, you know, things like that. And then on your right side, you did something different with the blue prison bars. What did you do? Uh, so I, I opened them up because like, it's, it's just showing how like people need to start like listening to how boys and men feel rather than telling them to keep it inside so it can just keep on hurting them. And now in the, in the uh, picture, my head is up and there are a lot of people like acknowledging and just listening and hearing boys and men out rather than telling them to keep it inside and they're bringing me up and that crowd is cheering you on yes encouraging you to be you Mm -hmm. and you got a big smile on your face in that second picture yeah all right that's phenomenal do you have any advice for teachers for principals of what we could be doing to encourage our young men to do what you're talking about um, maybe like, like if you see, like maybe as a teacher, as a, just a person in general, if you see another boy or man like feeling down, just, you know, ask him how the day is, ask him like, are you okay? And, you know, just start hearing men out rather than just saying like, suck it up and don't, don't like, just let them know. All right. So model what we want from, for, from and for our young men. Um... Like, we need to model that and encourage it. Yeah, like, let's just say, like, uh, I don't know, you see a boy walking in the hallway, and he's he's outside. He's really not talking to anybody or anything like that. Instead of just walking by him and saying, like, talking to yourself, like, oh, he'll be fine. He'll get over it later. Just ask him, ask him, like, are you okay? Like, what did anything happen? Rather than just saying, he'll be fine. And it's not going to really affect them at all. So we need to reach out. Yeah. We can't just make assumptions that because someone is quiet that everything is okay with them. Yeah, you can't you can't make those assumptions because they could be going through something and you wouldn't you wouldn't even know about it unless you ask them. And you could help that person instead of it becoming an even more bigger issue and leading up to like deep depressions and things like that. So we need to take time to care. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Mm-hmm. All All right, so we have another student with us today who's going to talk about art making. Can you tell us your name, please? Madison. All right, and what grade are you in? Eighth. All right, thank you, and welcome to the show. Can you tell us what topic you chose? Women's rights. All right, women's rights. And why is that topic important to you? 
Because I feel like sometimes people overlook women and discourage them. So you researched basically all the things that are going on to women that are discriminatory in nature, that are putting women down, that are trying to put women in their place. Mm -hmm. All right. And then you decided to do some certain colors in the background in your research. What is that gold, white, and purple? The woman's rights flag. All right. So you researched and found out that those are the women's rights colors, that there's actually a flag. Mm -hmm. And then you did something else on your painting. What is that image in the middle, that silhouette? The Black Lives Matter mixed in with the women's rights. All right. So you have a profile of a black woman. Mm -hmm. And then on the inside, you painted the black rights symbol. And what is that symbol for the audience that can't see it? What's in the middle of that symbol? A fist. A fist. Fantastic. And then on the outside of the silhouette, you have a lot of words. What are those words? A poem. All right. Can you tell us either, do you want to read the poem to us? Do you want to tell us about the poem? Um, The poem is about how white people think they're privileged and think they're better than everyone else and showing that everyone is equal no matter their color. So in your poem, you want to stress that white people are not better than black and brown people, should not have white privilege, but that it is black people, specifically black women, who need to be empowered. Yes. And we need to nurture that. In schools, what could we be doing differently to empower young black women? Not trying to make them seem like that they are not the same as everybody else. And trying not to be disrespectful. So we need to respect our young black women, Mm -hmm. empower our young black women lift them and help them understand the talents and contributions that they do make. Was this the first time that you ever focused on this kind of topic? Um, Yes. And what was it like for you to have that freedom, to have that choice to do whatever you wanted to do? It was good. What was good about it? Um, To be able to create something that was mine that I researched by myself. That you researched by yourself and that you could do it. You are a scholar. You are a black female scholar and you should be uplifted and respected and acknowledged. You did a phenomenal job and that is great advice. And I hope that principals and teachers and community members are listening to your message. Thank you very much for being part of this show. You're welcome. Okay, so we have another student here with a wonderful work of art that they would like to share with us. Um, hi, would you like to tell us your name? Um, hi, my name is Zayden. Mm-hmm. I'm in the eighth grade. 
Wonderful. Nice to meet you, Zayden. And can you tell us a little bit about your art that you created? Um, so my art, I did it on the school to prison pipeline to represent how the, the injustice of how black people are treated in schools. Okay, wonderful. And can you tell us a little bit about your art piece visually for those of us at home who can't see it? Okay, um, I have three pictures on the left that represent the school and the how black people want to learn. And then it transitions into black people in prisons to represent the if how black people go from school to prison. Yeah. Okay. And is this a topic that you researched um, in the process of creating this art? No. Okay, wonderful. So this is something that you already sort of knew about. Yeah, a little okay. bit. Okay, delightful. Um, and then also, can you tell us about the colors that you chose? I see that one, it's the kind of almost divided in half with this blue and this black. Can you elaborate on um, your inspiration for that and what you were going for? Um, the blue represents the happiness of black people in school. And it transitions into black to show the sadness of how they're in jail now. Got you. And um, can you tell us of some things that we can do in our community, in our school systems, to address this issue or this concern of yours? Um, so usually it happens to troubled youth that they get sent to jails right after school. So I wouldn't just assume that every black kid is a troubled youth and try to work with them to see what's the best option for their learning to see if they can push through it. Wonderful. And is there any final thoughts or anything else that you would like us all to know um, in concern or in regards to the prison to pipeline system? To know that everybody has a gift, but not everybody has the same gift. It comes in different passions and ways. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing with us. Yeah. So we have another student here who's been working quite diligently on a wonderful piece of art. Um, would you mind telling us your name and what grade you're in? Um, Azaria in eighth grade. Wonderful. And Azaria, um, what topic is it that you chose to explore through your art? Um, a refugee crisis. Wonderful. And can you tell us a little bit more about your art? Um, so... On my art piece, there's like a hand, and the hand represents the American flag. And in front of that are about 21 pictures of um, refugees, and it symbolizes that the hand is like America is blocking refugees from getting in. Okay, wonderful. And is this a topic that you did research on while you were creating your art? Yes. And what are some things that you discovered in this research? Um, probably that that refugees aren't, because I really just wanted to do this because of Ukraine, but I figured out that refugees actually are from all around the world. 
Beautiful. And can you tell us some of those pictures that of the refugees that you um, that you decided to choose, or what it was that stuck out about these pictures, or you liked most about these pictures? Why you decided to use them? Um, because some of them are young African children. Some of them are just children in general, but also a good a great deal of them are adults with babies. Right. So there's a lot of diversity and a little focus on the children specifically. And what was it about the children that really grabbed a lot of your attention? Because some of these children are around my age and I don't know, I would just feel hurt that people are denying me entrance to somewhere where I can get a job and finally, you know, express who I really want to be instead of being stuck on the other side. Beautiful. And I love the way that you related that to yourself and, and made that personal connection. That was really beautiful. And I see that at the top, there's a blue sky. And then can you tell me about that green and, and orange part? Um, Those are just trees. But on the other side, there are trees and clouds and a blue sky because on the bottom, the refugees are kind of like sad and upset that they can't get in. But on the other side, it's like a really beautiful world that they can experience. Ooh, I love that contrast. Thank you. Um, and so what is it that you think we can do in our communities and our schools to further address this concern of yours with the refugees? No, I don't know if there already is, but I feel like there should be just like a month where people recognize the struggle that some of these young people and adults are going through. Wonderful. Thank you, Azaria. We appreciate you for sharing with us. Is there anything else, any final thoughts that you would like to share on this subject or your art? No. Awesome. Thank you, Azaria. You're welcome.